Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. We provide bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your soul, expand your awareness, and free your mind to help you create a more beautiful today and a brighter tomorrow. Join us in our magical kitchen as we serve up another high-vibe snack for your soul. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bites of Light, Snacks for Your Soul. I am Seth, and sitting beside me, as always, is the beautiful angel. Hi. And today we are joined by Lori Wheeler. Uh, I recently met Lori through a mutual friend who happens to be Don Jorge Luis Delgado. And very honored to know him, very honored to be introduced to Lori. What she's doing is really, really interesting and really amazing. And we're excited to have her here to talk a little bit about that. So I will throw it over to you, Lori. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing. And and, And welcome. And yes, and welcome to our podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Seth and Angel. It's really a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate the time and opportunity to share. Sure. So I am what I consider a transformational holistic practitioner. And what does that mean exactly? Well, I'm going to just say what I do rather than explain. So I I work in energy and as where everything is energy, I am a receptor, a transmitter and translator of energy. So what that enables me to do is read energy and then decipher and tell what it is communicating. So that opens up a very broad opportunity in life to either come into or put my hands on or experience some sort of communication of energy. And and it and it it does, like I say, give me a lot of opportunities. So I started out many years ago, almost 30 now, as a homeopathic practitioner practitioner and and that opened me to many other aspects of energy medicine but i say it's 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 where science and medicine and energy meet together yeah love it yeah it's it's fascinating to me because i for a long time on this journey i thought oh i just need to keep doing my work to get to where i can see energies in the same way that other people see energies and and commune with angels and hear the voices and and do these things. And, and really relatively recently for me, I was made aware that I'm a, I'm a feeler, I'm a sensor of energies mm. and I don't hear the voices. The I, ideas just form in my head and, and come through me. And really only recently have I discovered that it's like, oh, that's just a different version of the seeing and the hearing. And the so it's fascinating to me to talk to people, you know, Angel's a seer of energies as well. So it's just fascinating to me to talk to people and and realizing that these gifts are all very special and have their unique and wonderful opportunities, but they're all, you know, they're all equally beneficial to to the work of spreading, spreading the light, as as Jorge says, you know, spreading that light and, and making people aware of the light that's within them. Yeah, and and so that's interesting, as you say, you both read energy in a different way or or experience it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And when we're experiencing, it's coming through our higher self in in different forms of what I call the clairs or what is known as the clair. So 
people, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, you know, and so on and so forth. But it's just a matter of the way your most, your greatest way of receiving that. And so we have the function of all of them, but some are much more developed than others. And it's just the way it comes in and who you are in your own unique way. So, right. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. amazing. I I believe every human on the planet has access to all of these capabilities. That that's part of our gifts, and it's our job to peel back the layers and figure out, you know, what our gifts are. And I think I think the majority of the humans, and and you know, let me know if you kind of feel the same way. Like the clairsentience, we are we're, we're sentient beings. We are all feelers, you know, and a, a lot of humans base their their daily life on how they're feeling mm. right the emotions but you know and, and so that one does get a lot of notoriety and, and and people talk about the feelings all the time but you know when you're trying to teach people meditation and that seeing inside your head that's not as prominent as some as the as the other clairs that you were that you were saying and what I have found is people get really frustrated and say, well, I don't have psychic abilities because I can't see. Mm, because mm. they've been told that the general public is, is always saying, this is what you have to do to be able to have these psychic abilities. But, you know, I see these guys on the front line and, you know, I, my first career was lifeguarding. And, and you know, when, when you have those kind of jobs, the people that are drawn to frontline work, their cognizance is one of their channels and they don't even understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So the way we re we're receiving this energy, you know, everybody receives it. When people say they get goosebumps or goose flesh, right. there it is, you're experiencing it. You know, it, it's just like, so I do past life and between life soul regression and people say, well, I don't think you can really hypnotize me. I, I don't think it's, it's going to work for me. And I say, you know, every day you do it, you do it on the waking up process and the going to sleep process. You go through the different brainwave frequencies. It's just that they are really not aware that they have this capability and they've not expanded upon it. So for me, I had a, what I call a rude awakening, <laughs> probably, mm, I don't know, it could be over 35 or something years now I've lost track. But what happened to me is I, my first husband and my family of four children and I, we built a house on this piece of land and come to find out that it was native burial ground, which did not know that when we purchased, but also that we had toxic water. And so it made us... It, it, made us very ill. And what it did for me, um, it disrupted the digestion, but it also made me lose my memory. So I had what I call a rude awakening one day where I actually was called in the back of my land. We had 12 acres and, and I just had this feeling like something was inviting me back in the back in my woods. And I didn't go back there that often because it was, I don't know, it was way back. And so I just would never always walk the woods, but I had this feeling. And so I went back and I leaned up against this tree and this tree was a ceremonial tree way back, maybe a couple hundred years prior. 
and I was teleported to another time. And during that time, I was able to see so many different things, but simultaneous to what I was able to see, I felt like I was at a funeral for hundreds of people and more that were mourning those souls that had been lost. And all of it went like this, right into me, into my heart. And I mourned for people that I didn't even know and, and I had no experience with. So this was part of what I call my rude awakening. So besides my spiritual awakening, I also had, you know, the physical problems and my mental memory. And I used to have to draw a map how to go to town after living on this, you know, land for a while. And so what that opened up for me were my capabilities because I had no choice. I was thrust into learning how to utilize my intuition without my capacity to remember things. And so it forced me, but it was very important because this was setting me up for what I was to be doing in my, you know, my future life. And, and yes. now, so it, it, I call it my rude awakening. <laughs> wow. Well, I was say, Angel's over here going, oh, me too, me too, me too. <laughs> Shaman is ruthless. That's all I'm going to say. It's, yeah, the people who sign up for this journey, you know, in the beginning, we don't necessarily know what we're signing up for. Oh, it's going to be, this sounds like a great place to go. And why do I keep getting pulled here? And then you get killed over and over and over again. <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of energy to hold. And, you know, even as you were describing the situation, I could drop into that space and that, that was a heavy space. Yeah, it was, it was very heavy. And, but at the same time, I also searched for a type of medicine that yeah. would help family. So that's what brought me into homeopathy, which is a great medicine because it has the, you know, we, if we have the power to create, then we have the power to heal also. It's the same power. So it's mind and, and, and mental, emotional, and physical medicine that literally changes a person's life. It removes the blocks literally from your DNA. So it, your heritage, it clears your DNA. And so it, you know, I, I wanted to study that. I wanted to learn a lot about it and it gave me that opportunity to do that. And then one thing kind of rolled into another and I, they, you know, spirit started to teach me how to see the body in a certain way and connect the dots. And so understanding what is going on physically and how that's connected to particular situations in a person's life, who brings it, what's the story about. So it really helps people to understand so much of themselves. So I've often heard, you know, in a short amount of time, they, they got more in, in that hour or two than they got in years of therapy, you know, because it, it just doesn't... Absolutely that level right you know yeah um, well, that's, yeah. The, that's the thing like it, it's those who dig the deepest shine the brightest you know when we have these you know your rude awakening and your spiritual awake I love that <laughs> if it takes you into a place place where you're like rude or even more vo volatile words yeah. you know you're sitting in your shit 
right? And, yep. and there's stuff being yep. cleared out, but you can't you can't have this high space if you don't do the do the shadow work as well. You know that we hold both. We hold the shadow and the light in both hands, and and we you know sit in that middle space where the channel's open, and that's why. I believe to be a powerful healer, you have to allow yourself to walk through that stuff. That's like you said, that's where we find our medicine. You mm -hmm. have to go through your heart and go through all that darkness and trust your own intuition to birth that medicine into the world. Yeah, so well said, Angel, really spot on. And, and I'm in total agreement agreement with you yeah I and you know here, I mean in all honesty I'm gonna say I haven't cleared all my shadow <laughs> well and that that's why we're here on earth I think right. if you had you would be transcending that's right right I always, like, I always say if you're cool. if you're still here you have work yeah. to do yeah if you've done yeah. all your work then you just kind of ascend <laughs> yeah 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 you go into those higher frequencies and you just you know move through it yeah. but I think being here on earth in three dimension, my understanding is that everything condenses down into a point of gravity. And that's why it's so difficult for those of us that really now have a remembrance because it's all about remembering, you know, from those other places that we have been and then coming down, you know, it's like a crunching into, you know, an embodiment. And then how to merge and balance that with that which is of higher frequency, you know, so we're teetering constantly in and out of, and that if you don't have shadow, that's enough right there to be able right. to. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Balance is, is quite a dance. Well, it is, the goal is to be able to, to have one foot in that world and one foot in the other, you know, that that's the ultimate goal. And when you're learning about your gifts and when you're learning the medicine and, and when you're birthing the medicine with inside you, that's the dance. Sometimes, sometimes you got to hibernate and go into stillness to allow the medicine to drop in. And then there's a practicum piece that you have to go and do it and practice it and see if it works. And then like, there's this dance. And then eventually once you have your medicine mastered, it's easier to walk in both worlds at the same time. Definitely. It it gets easier and yet it gets harder and more challenging because I think that more is brought to you so that you walk through more. So it gets, exactly. you know, for for lack of a better word, heavier in a sort of way because there's more to walk through, you know? So it's like being in first grade, okay, you get you know, one plus one equals two. But by the time you get to 12th grade, you're doing calculus, okay? So all of that, that, you know, because because we have the wisdom of the soul and the maturity in the soul's evolution, we have this capability. So we're constantly moving through and rising through this to learn, you know? And then people ask me, well, what happens when you reach the top? And I, I don't know what the top exactly means, but it's a right. way of there must be a top and you know when you get there they turn around and come back down and do it all over again you know only yeah. to and more and more because it's constantly moving and changing and growing and evolving and expanding and all of those words you know resetting <laughs> well the spiral path is a thing <laughs> right right it right? absolutely and yeah. you know there we, we do have these points these niches along the timeline that we've 
you know, came down here to do. Because I do believe we're all given a mission when we come down. And, you know, when you come back to these, these pivotal moments in your life where you end up revisiting them, another layer of the onion peels off. And eventually, if it's not fully clear, the universe will provide you that experience again in a different storyline for you to come back and clear it even more. And for me, that I visualize that as the spiral path. Oh, I've already done this work, but now it's showing up in a different way. How am I going to deal with it this time? Mm-hmm. And maybe five years later, it comes again. Oh, there's that niche again. How am I going to deal with it this time? And it just it just keeps going and going until it's cleared. Yeah, the never-ending story, so to speak, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, and not just ours, but all of the cosmos also, you know? And, and, you know, you you touched on coming back again and again and and making a contract, you know, you believe that we make a contract. We absolutely do, because I've taken many people and I've gone myself between lives, have recollection and, and memory of this, and understanding what the contract is, is super important. What have you built? You know, like people think, well, it's just like a signing of a contract. Oh, no, not at all. It is so extensive between lives when we write up a contract, so to speak, you know, we're there, okay, our high self is there, our master guide, the master guide that has always been with us since the beginning of our beginning, okay, as a soul. Your council members are often there, maybe some, maybe all. Your You have the angelic realm that can be there. You may have your guardian angel also. I mean, this is no light matter. And, then we, there, and, and then we start writing up what every and there's several scenarios not just one so depending on the maturity of your soul you then get to choose what one you would like to walk into you know and sometimes we say gee you know what was i really thinking Um, i I have definitely said that yes (laughs) yes Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah so it's kind of fascinating and and I've done many regressions with people and it it's just still I'm always in awe of where we go and and what comes about and what a person's high self comes in looking like and what they have to share same with with guidance you know they come in all different kinds of descriptions from all different places it's a fascinating journey to be a part of people's journeys you know it really is and and to help them heal to help because what really happens in this space is that what we put on a pair of glasses and we look at something from a different perspective. So I'll share a, a shamanic journey I did many years ago. I, When I do shamanic journey, what happens is we always bring people into what I consider their sacred garden. And that's the first place that we'll go. And so one day I'm in my sacred garden and, you know, everything in your garden or, or a place of reverence and, 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 special place is actually reflective of you so it's good to be the observer and really look around and look at everything and 
really take it in. You want to bring it in through all those senses. So I decided, well, if I'm going to be meeting many of my guidance there, I'm going to put a bench there. Okay. So I put a bench and then I had a particular question about some fear I was having. And so I asked for a guide to come and sit on my bench with me, you know, and, and just share it their wisdom for me. And so this this being shows up and in a five corner hat with the an Asian man with a long braid, you know, and the beard and comes in his his garb and black robe and such and comes to me and just answers me with three words which have been the most profound words I have ever heard. So this was a a, a pretty amazing happening. And so I had asked this question about fear and he simply turns to me and he says, move the bench, <laughs> move the bench in other words. And I still, it reveals itself to me to this day. And this has got to be many years ago that this came to me. When we move the bench, what we're doing, and so as an artist, I can say, when you turn and look at something from a different perspective, it's all about life and our perspective, right? So if, you know, at this point, we're looking at it this way, it's time to turn and look at it in a different way, view it differently, so that you can have another way to see it, which will open this aha moment that you can have, you know? I, to me, it was the most profound thing I've ever heard anything say to me ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there's so much truth in that. I mean, perspective is everything. Two people can look at the same exact happening or have the same, seemingly the same experience and walk out of it with completely different takeaways. I mean, I'm I'm part of a family of six. There's mm. six of us in my family and all six of us, if you talk to us, had different childhoods. Mm-hmm my parents were pretty consistent, <laughs> but our experiences and our perceptions created six very different stories mm -hmm. of what happened in our house growing up. Mm -hmm. So that, that perception is so big. And I've had many opportunities in my life to, to have that pointed out to me, but consciously choosing our perspective is, and learning that that's a possibility is kind of what it sounds like happened for you is, oh, I can consciously choose to change my perspective and explore a different way of looking at it. And instead of having all these things happening to me, I can start figuring out how they're happening for me. Mm -hmm. And that's what leads us to those moments where we have those rude awakenings, where we have those, you know, spiritual openings is just following those, you know, changing that perspective to see what is happening for me in this moment. What can I learn from this? What can I take away from this? And that slowly builds and does the work because I know for, for me, it kind of felt like, oh, I, you know, it's, it felt more fun, I guess, maybe to be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I see the voices. I know my purpose. It's also clear. Like we get, we can kind of get caught up in, well, I don't know my purpose and I'm not hearing these guides and these voices, but the work we do to get to that point is every bit as important as the work we do after we get to that point. Mm -hmm. So it just you know, just that perception thing is, is huge. I totally agree with you. You know, when we think about when we go between lives, when we finish our embodiment and we go between lives, between each reincarnation, it is about understanding the perspective 
from your perspective, from multi-perspective, multi, 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 and then getting the perspective from all those that are there during the between lifetime, okay? But also when we think in a grander way, we think why we were even created. Why is all of this created? And I'm not just talking about here on earth, I'm talking about everything, right? right. Because it's all about every time we embody or or come into a new time everyone everything all we're having a perspective so we play multi multi roles to understand perspective because it's constantly expanding right i mean it's just too it's almost mind-boggling to really consider it you know <laughs> well we we try to understand these these infinite concepts with a mind that is finite it's only oh, capable of really doing certain certain things. And it's an amazing mind. But yeah. these infinite perspectives fall outside of the mind's ability to comprehend. But I think that's also why it's really important to, mm -hmm. clear, to clear out the shadow work. Mm -hmm. Because the deeper we root into Mama Gaia and the deeper we allow our roots to go and the, the deeper we're connected, the more that's going to open up. And I think that's where people get caught you know, we, we are surrounded by some people that, that do have amazing gifts and, and, you know, the, the clairvoyance and the audience, it's, it's all there, but they have a hard time staying in their body and they're not connected. Right. So that's why when I say those who dig the deepest shine, the brightest, the deep is just as important, oh. especially if you want your gifts to open that grounding and that stability, that base chakra, that base and sacral chakra, they're so important to clear. And mm -hmm. I know that's why we're here on earth. You know, as we're, as we're coming through the dimensions, like also the chakras are dimensional. And if you can be very comfortable in your base chakra and your sacral chakra, your gifts are going to come even more open to you. Yes, I, I would agree with you. It's important to have them all running smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Like, this is like our, our vehicle, right? Our, we need our we need our machine well oiled <laughs> and clear running. <laughs> right, right. You know, and sometimes I'll, I'll just mention that we don't always understand everything, you right. know, of what's going on in our lives. Sometimes it's really about blind faith and walking into things. You know, it's I don't want to say it's a test. I don't love that word. But it's kind of a, just a checking in to see where are you, you checking in with your own self and your higher self checking in. So it's, it's, uh, you're, you're looking at what's going on and what are you going to do with it? So I often tell people, it's really not the happening that is super important. It's what you do with it as a result of that's really important because that's where your greatest learning is, right? So what are you going to do in that moment or that with that situation or that person or, or health or what are you going to do? And hopefully there's some growth to be attained there. But oftentimes we don't really know. We, we don't know. It's like, you know, going blindly. And but I, I really believe that there's a lot of learning to be had in that walking in faith because. Because I often say the best things come in the back door. So what I mean by that is you could be looking out your front window, your front door, expecting something to be coming, you know, that package, your person. And then, you know, your neighbor comes and knocks on the back door. Hey, I brought you a pie, you know. And it's like, while you're looking here, this is where the gift is. It's coming in in a way that 
you would never expect. And, and so and that has a little bit to do with manifestation for us also, where we don't really know how things are going to show up. So you put it out and then you really have to trust that it's going to come in and vibrate just in the way that's necessary for you, you know? So I can just go back to when, you know, we got, when I got sick on the land and, and all of this started to happen, not in a million years did I ever expect that that would occur, you know, but the greatest things came in that back door for me that way. So. Well, Seth was mentioning something about, you you're connecting with somebody and and doing some yeah, science, yeah. scientific things for the for the people out there that still kind of battle with the you know the mind and the analytical gets in the way you know they want to do the work they're you know but the mind is still battling with them um yeah i was hoping to have you share a little bit about the work you're doing scientifically to help people see that there what is an analytical about. there is an analytical measurable thing that's going on here oh it's absolutely measurable and i think science is really stepping into that now because we 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 feel enough that there is something now that quantum is you know a greater understanding in our in our world today so now what i'm working with with a scientist is we are taking the biological DNA, and we are, because I can read all types of energy, I have many connections. So I'm just going to run through some of my connections before I move on. So I work with the Ascended Masters, light beings, co collection of goddesses, planet, those that have come from different planetary systems like the Arcturians and the, those from Sirius. Let's see. I work with the... I. I channel the sphinx angels so it, it's a smattering of different beings that will come and they all have a different energy that they bring and and it comes through certain frequency and so what we're doing is we're measuring what's going on with the dna how and what energy how it's affecting the dna right now biologically we can prove that certain frequencies when they show up when they come in and they like dna is like antenna it it it, it receives all signals and it transmits so as it's receiving what is the conductivity of the electrical frequencies that are coming into that dna so this is actually something that's being measured and so i'm connecting with those that are sending these signals and and it's it's a process that I'll I'll I say what's going on what I'm receiving what's happening and then we test the DNA the scientists test this DNA and so what we're doing is checking the immediate response and then over a period of time 26 hours later what's happening with that DNA that's what we want to know what is affecting it and so I'll just give you three of my top players, I'll call them. So I work with the Emissaries of Light. A it's a vast consciousness. And one part of it speaks continually to me, named itself Megalithicon. So you can think it's massive, right? So I call it Mega for short. So we tested 
Mega. We tested the Arcturian commander of the Starfleet Ashtar, and we tested, we've tested many, and Mary Magdalene. So those were my top three pretty high energy beings, you know, to see what, what's going on with them. And so they came in at different amounts of electricity initially, but over a period of time, this is what was really fascinating. Some of them elevated higher. They actually went almost double percentage. So it wound up being like 75% over a period of time. That's how much electricity the DNA was actually receiving from the light that they were bringing in. So it's quite fascinating to be a part of this study and we're doing a whole lot more. So what happens in science, as I've come to really realize, is that when you get a question answered, 10 more pop up for you because right. it's tough, you know, it just takes you and takes you and it's expand, expanding, you know, but it's so intriguing to watch the results like this. this is amazing. Yeah. Fun, fun just to even see tangible results, even when it's something that you're not having, you know, analytical doubts of it's just, sometimes it's just fun to be like, Oh, this thing that I've been doing, there it is. There's some, there's some, you know, some results on paper that can be measured. Like that's, that's just kind of fun sometimes to have that affirmation, I guess, or, you know, the confirmation. Yeah, the confirmation. It's validation. Yeah, sure. validation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I kind of see it twofold. Well, many, because when you said now you, everyone's asking more questions, I felt called out because there was so many questions coming out of my mind when you were talking. It's amazing and brilliant work. And, you know, we automatically go to the, oh, well, let's, here's data for the naysayers. But for me, I would love, I would love to see it because with my spiritual awakening and the people that I had surrounding myself, the gaslighting was epic. Mm -hmm. And then once you go through that much abuse, you learn to gaslight yourself. So then when, when you have these spiritual awakenings, did that really happen? Am I crazy? Is this real? Like how many of us as light workers have those experiences? And so with this kind of work, it's not just for the naysayers. It's it it's there's some mental health confirmation for those of us who are getting up to this level of of work. It's amazing. It 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 really is. And and part of it is teaching us how to work with energy, right. what to do to work with it, to understand it better also. And, you know, we've all in one way or another been privy to some type of elevated energy that has really affected us, right? Or we've gone to do some energy work in some way, been an experiencer of, I speak light language, which activates DNA, you know, so somewhere in the mix, we've, we've experienced this, right? But what this is showing is that it doesn't stop there when it first comes in. It actually resonates higher after a period of time that's and amazing have a way to really know that unless we look at the data and it says actually this is what's happening you know and what happened with one of the frequencies and it and i'll explain in a minute about something else the decrease and increase but what happened with one of the frequencies is that it actually the being 
changed the frequency also. So what does that say? We don't know yet. We're still figuring it out, you know? So it's like so much be learned and explored and, and really amazing. And then another aspect is we're always thinking about raising, you know, raising in our mind, raising, up-leveling, raising the frequency. But not always is it important to raise frequency. Sometimes we need to decrease other frequency that exists for us in our DNA. So that's also something that we're learning more about. And then what we'd like to do is we're working on finding a medium that we can transmit all of this energy into that we all can utilize for humanity. So that's my hope and dream also too. Yeah, like a light bath. Yeah. Step into a restorative light bath and just like, oh, wash yeah. away the heavy energy like we wash away the dirt, right? How amazing would that be? I love that thought. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. figure out how to generate these, these energies. Yeah, it could change we're all different, right? So what each one of us, our needs, and sometimes we don't even realize what our needs are, you know? And so by just utilizing this medium, so to speak, this just connects us to just what we need. So we don't have to dial something in. We don't have to do any of that. It just knows what we need. And that is enough. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming you're in you're in preliminary stages. This isn't open to the public yet. No. Oh no, no, no. We're not even we're not even close because we just have a million questions, you know, and we need to understand what it is that we're asking, you know, and the DNA we're working with. So one of my questions was, can I use a code for DNA versus actually using the substance of DNA that has been cleared of proteins and lipids and you know everything so that it's just dna but what i said to the the gentleman i'm working with i said but that dna has come in with its own karma and energy so now we've got a code versus actual dna you know and so the only way we're answering these questions is by by me going to the guidance and asking them because uh, we don't want to do it in our brain from our brain. Right. We want you want to channel information. Help us take the the, the shortcut to it, right. you know, and help us with it. We want to expose this information and we want to do the best for humanity, but we don't want to take the long road. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, yeah. So lots of fun, lots of fun for sure. Yeah, I love that. I love the idea of it of it growing. Actually, after after we had spoke the other day, we were going to do a retreat and it. Just even that little bit of information for me is valuable. Mm. You know, I know there's there's so many other things to measure and 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 contemplate there, but even that little bit of information is valuable for me to offer to people that are attending. Mm -hmm. say, we're gonna we're gonna be doing a lot of big energy work, but understand that over the next day or two, this is going to be in in your body on a cellular level and even increasing. So as you leave from here, it's not over. There's mm -hmm. still going to be that potential for things to come up, for healings to happen. So it's, it's just a great awareness just to be able yeah. to share that. Even just that little bit of information, I think, is very valuable as, a, as an energy healer. 
Thank um, you. Yeah. And just like you said, too, everybody carries and houses the energy differently in different vibrations. So when we come together in these collaborative spaces, especially when we do it in power spots, mm. you know, now we're now we're also being gifted the energy from the earth and, and the sky. And and we do take that home with us. I don't know how many times I've come home from these powerful retreats and literally sit in my living room and go, I who am I? Yes. Like, how, where do I, it's almost like hitting the human reset button, but you're still in this avatar and, yeah. you know, coming home from Peru, I, I felt like a walk-in. I'm like, I don't even know who I am. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's interesting. You talk about Peru and we'll talk a little bit about retreats. I like that. Yeah. When, when I was in Peru many years ago, actually we did a retreat. I brought some people and co- co-facilitated with Jorge. And so we went to, I, I don't know if you went to the doorway of Aramu Maru. Did he take you to that? Not to we Aramu, that. no. We no. went to other oh. doorways, but not that one. So this is Jorge's place that he actually found. I don't remember when it was. It could have been in 2011. I, I don't remember. It, it's a It's a beautiful experience. So really the skinny of it is he takes you to this other place. It's a cavern. It's Pachamama. You're going to ask for blessings. What do you want to ask Pachamama, you know? And so I couldn't think of anything at the moment as we lined up and, you know, we're at this cavern, we're carrying the coca leaves, three coca leaves, right? And so all I could think of, which what came to me was love and light. Now, this is, in, you know, kind of part of the story. So, okay, I asked the blessing, blessings of love and light, right? So then we move over to this massive stone structure. And when you look at her from afar, it's a woman laying on, on, on her side, you know? So it's, it's almost like the doorway into the, the feminine, the, the female, right? The, mm -hmm. The beauty of that, right? So every there's three doorways. Two of them are kind of curved, curved out like this, and then you've got a doorway in the middle like this. You go to the first doorway, and you have an experience. And then I went to the second doorway, and I could literally feel myself starting to dematerialize. Mm. What an amazing experience! Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, unnerving that I kind of stepped out of it because I didn't know what was really going on at the time you know so then i left there and i went into the middle doorway and there's this little etch you know that you kind of put your third eye to and you stand in the doorway and i've got to say this is at the top of my baby book so <laughs> when i when i went there and i did that three light beings opened the gateway door for me and all they were were the shape of this and then sort of something you know, like rounded oval, but it was all just light. It, it was just light. There was nothing there except light, but in this kind of form a little so I could see it. And they asked me if I wanted to go with them. <laughs> and today I would probably have a different response. But back then I said, no, thank you. I, I have work to do here, you know? So I didn't, 
didn't go, but I didn't ask, would I return? You know, I had not thought about it because I was just overwhelmed by the experience, right? <laughs> and I, when, when I walked away, I mean, it's not every day you get asked that question, right? No. So walked away, I probably sat about a half an hour and sobbed, but the, the, the sobbing was such a relief and an ex experience of me coming into my greatest sense of self. And when I say that, I have never had anything, no other experience quite like this. I had light completely around me. People said to me, there was a glow of emanation of light around me. And I could feel it like it was just the most amazing experience. And the experience of no baggage, no anything, nothing except pure love and light. So when I went, was over at this cavern, I got exactly what I asked for, you know, so many people you ask for, right? You know, right. an amazing experience. And, and, you know, speaking of retreats, these special sacred places, they offer this for us, you know, and you would not maybe have that experience elsewhere unless you were in that high vibe, high frequency energy where this offers these opportunities for us, you know, which is why I'm doing retreats coming up in August and, and October and then next February, because it's about going to these places to have these most amazing opportunities, you know, to receive. So. Absolutely. That's why we do these journeys and, and even just in gathering, right. Mm -hmm. when, we, when we gather together with other healers, you know, that energy, we can, we can lend our energy as healers when we gather people and that is not maybe necessarily the same level as going to these, these power places on the planet, but it has a, a similar sort of effect of lifting others up to experience a light and an energy that they have not yet been able to experience. So they get to touch it and know it, know that it exists. And that is sometimes the motivation that we need, right. To continue to do the work because sometimes the work feels like a lot and <laughs> knowing that there is like no but I've, I've felt that love I have felt that light energy and I want it again it's worth it like I tell people all the time like there's no easy way to get there and sometimes it's going to feel hard and sometimes it might even feel impossible but mm -hmm. continuing to do the work is worth it yeah well, yeah doing that unpeeling the onion taking off the layers and the layers and you said it beautifully too like they asked you the question how many years ago and today your answer may be different that is exactly why we need to keep doing what we're doing because like that lifted your ceiling oh wow that's possible now and now you're going to sit and let that seed fester for a little while and let's see what happens next time. And next time you're not going to be so shocked, right? And humanity <laughs> in general, as they, as you do this work, something's going to shock you. And then two years later, that's going to be your normal. Mm. And something else is going to shock you. And then that's going to become your normal. Mm. So I would love humanity to just get rid of the world word normal because everybody's normal is different. Right. And what's normal for the spider is not normal for the fly. For sure. Right. And so 
that living in the mystery that like you said that faith piece and mm -hmm. that trust when you learn to really trust your channel mm -hmm. and you can live in that mystery and know you're being guided and fully trust your process and trust your mission it's going to happen a lot faster yeah it's going to bring you such amazing experiences right that you know, like for myself, I could talk for hours about things that have happened to me yeah. that it is so amazing and, and still amazing to me, you know, in my three-dimensional brain. Right. I stare at it and think, wow, wow, how does that happen, you know? And yeah. so a, a, an experience like this, it changes a person's life forever. It changed my life forever. And what it basically did was it taught me there's something outside of myself than my brain understanding, which I knew already, but at a different level now. Right. And two, this is something I wanted everybody else to experience, to know, because once you know who you are as the magnificent soul that you that we all really are. Mm -hmm. You will never be the same. You will want, like you say, Seth, you'll want more of that. Mm -hmm. How do I get that? You know, and that is what drives us into constantly moving toward that direction. But that's the purpose. You know, you get a taste, just a taste, but it's just enough to take you on that magic carpet ride, you know? Well, as Absolutely. soon as you say, I want more, the universe is listening. Right. And, and and it will drop those cosmic breadcrumbs <laughs> exactly right? yeah and then and then it goes back to like you said before you know careful what you ask for right because <laughs> you just might get it yeah we have to be very careful of how we ask for it yes. and what very specifically we want i mean down to the detail because because the universe is very detailed you know very detailed and everything has a frequency and and if it's just by one iota of a change it can mean all the difference in the world so everything has a frequency multi frequencies so be careful what you know how you're posing your desires you know sure exactly sure. well it has been an absolute pleasure having absolutely. you on the podcast and sharing your wisdom and, and it's ancient. I can feel it in my bones. And, you know, for me, the confirmation, you know, for those who need confirmations, owl medicine sitting right up there in the corner. Don't think I didn't, can't, I didn't miss that. <laughs> owl medicine is ancient, right? And, and a power animal. And I, I have been on a whole dreaming journey with owl medicine. So the fact that you drafted in as my first person that I have not known and you have owl. I just thank you. Thank oh. you for sharing your wisdom and being here with us today. Yes. We're so grateful to have you here. I'm so grateful to Jorge for having introduced us and having, having had that thought in his head that he literally was on the phone with Lori and he says, here, you should talk to her. And he hands me the phone. I'm like, oh. Hi. <laughs> yeah, our bench. <laughs> so I'm I'm grateful for Jorge for having those intuitions and following them with the band in as well. And yeah. very grateful to have had this conversation with you. Yeah. I look forward to many more. I look forward yeah. to spending more time with you as well. Thank you for coming. Thank oh.
my pleasure very much. Thank you. And thanks for doing what you're doing. It's great to be able to bring this information out into the world. So appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. All our love. All our love. And to the listeners, we'll uh, see you on the next episode. <laughs> Blessings. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe. If this episode impacted you in any way, share it with others, post about it on social media, or put something in the comments. Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.